0: You are listening to the Inspiring Your Shine podcast, where you will be empowered with the truth to live authentically, abundantly, and on purpose, taking you and your business from surviving to thriving by helping you be authentically you. Hello, and welcome to Inspiring Your Shine. This is Rebecca, your personal growth mentor, and I am so excited to give you this information today because I'm going to help you to get unstuck And conquer your fear so that you can make your dreams come true this year. So, what I'm gonna be doing is breaking down why you're failing to take action and how you can start taking action today by facing your fears. I'm gonna be giving you very specific steps that you can take to start getting yourself into action today. Now, before I get into all of that, I wanna just explain that this training came out of a challenge that I did in my new group, Social Selling Success Society on Facebook. If you are not a member of that group and you are somebody who is serving and selling through your social network then you should definitely seek out joining my group because we are going deep into all of these things that are keeping you from your success. The whole group is made so that I can help you to get unstuck. So this is one element of that. And during that next level confidence challenge that if you want access to it, I will put a link in the show notes. For you to be able to access that, I did that last month, and I'm going to be starting a new one this month all about social selling. And so, you definitely want to be a part of this group so you can get this incredible training and free mentorship from me. I'll drop that link in the show notes for you. So, back to the training, and that is that the Three big reasons, the overarching reasons why most people are stuck is number one that we're going to be talking about today is failing to take action. Taking action is king. You can mess up a lot of other things, but if you don't take action, nothing will happen the second reason why you may be stuck is because you lack confidence. And so that's another area that I'll be covering coming up. And it's an area that I covered very in detail in the challenge. The next one is limiting beliefs. These are those hidden obstacles that are holding you back like chains on you. And even when you're taking action, you may not be getting results that you want. And it's Generally because you're sabotaging yourself with limiting beliefs. Those are some things to be looking for upcoming that I'm going to be doing some podcasts on. But right now, like I said, we're going to be focusing on why you're failing to take action. And I'm going to give you these reasons why and help you understand it, break it down and give you simple steps that you can start taking And getting you in action like I promised. All right so the first reason why you're failing to take action is that you have a fear of failure. This is something that's inbred in all of us and it starts truly because we're trained at school. Most of us that went through the public school system we were trained that failure is bad but It's really ridiculous that they do it that way and it's set up that way because failing is actually the best teacher. It's how you learn. And the only way to be successful is to fail. So I'm really disappointed in the school systems that they set things up this way because it's a very hard, you either pass or fail, or you did well, or you didn't do well. And I know and understand that it's about getting the work done. And so yes, we always will fail if we don't do the work at all. But I just want you to really recognize that you may need to reframe your idea of failure. And that's what we're going to be looking at today. So the first thing about failure is that you have to let go of your ego a little bit and you have to be willing to let it be messy while you're learning. Think about a child who's learning to walk and how messy that looks when they are first learning something and of course, they're in a very encouraging environment and so everybody's encouraging them to get up and go again. Whereas A lot of times what happens is when we do something for the first time and it's messy, we shame ourselves. So I want to help you to get over that whole idea of shaming yourself. And I really struggled with this. I was so afraid of failure because I had spent most of my life protecting myself against feeling ashamed of looking stupid or looking dumb. And So that is something that I had committed to do as I started showing up doing Facebook lives and I'm branching out into YouTube. Part of the big fear that I had is failing in the way that I wouldn't always know what I was doing, that it would be messy. And I started just speaking over myself and saying that I was being willing to let myself be a beautiful mess and that I was going to be okay with that. And I want you to start learning to be okay with that for yourself too. Push yourself to allow yourself to let it be messy. To acknowledge that you're learning, that you are not failing, you are allowing yourself to take the steps that you need so you can learn the lessons that you need to learn so that you can move forward. The next part of the fear of failure is you have to stop trying to be so cool. And just like me, all of my life, I always just wanted to be cool. You know, I never wanted to be the one that people was laughing at. So you have to stop doing it because you're trying to impress other people. You need to do it because you're doing it for other people in spite of yourself. So you're willing to put yourself out there and not worry about how everybody's perceiving it. But having a heart to want to serve, and to want to make a difference in the lives of other people. And that's why you're doing it. And in order to take action, you will have to be brave. And now what you may not recognize is that bravery actually happens after you start taking action. You are not brave until you get into action. So just like I had to be brave, and I literally had to be so brave to hit the go live button to start putting myself out there. Not that I was unscripted, but just live. Live felt very intimidating. I was very afraid of that. I was afraid of video in general because I didn't like to be seen. I was much more comfortable and in my comfort zone behind the microphone in my bedroom where nobody can see me. And so I want to encourage you that it will take you taking action to put that bravery out there to trust that when you do something, something is going to happen and it will bless you. I promise you, whenever you do the thing that you're afraid to do, that you have fear around, it will be a blessing at the other side. And we'll talk more about that. So now that we've reestablished that it is your failure to take action, period, that is holding you back then we need to talk about some of the other reasons why, which is the next one would be the fear of the unknown. The reason why you're not taking action is because we have this fear of the unknown. Because your brain stores away information to help you navigate life safely. And when you're in uncharted territory and you're in a new situation, The discomfort that you feel is that your brain is just putting you in high alert, that this situation is unknown. It has no data stored away to help you to navigate this, and you're on your own. And so the sensations that you're feeling, and you might be interpreting as fear or anxiety, they're normal. They're normal, but we tend to start thinking, oh, I'm afraid, so because I'm feeling all of these sensations that we're perceiving as fear, we need to now stop, hide, freeze, you know, however you tend to operate when you're you're afraid. But what we have to acknowledge is that all of those sensations that you're having, the physiological sensations that you're having is just your brain chemicals letting you know to be on high alert because it doesn't know what's ahead. And We need to get comfortable with being in this state of high alert, conscious mind thinking. And actually, if we aren't putting ourselves there very often, then that means that we're in our comfort zone, which we're going to be breaking down later. And we don't want to be there because I call that the dead zone. But I want to share with you a few things that you can do to make yourself more comfortable when you're entering this new territory. When you're going into the uncharted territory, here's some things that you can do to make yourself feel more prepared and comfortable. So first of all, when you are going to be doing something new for the first time that you've never done before, then you need to do your research. You can gain a base of knowledge to launch from by just giving yourself some information that may not be firsthand information for you, but your brain doesn't know the difference between reality and reality. And So if you are following somebody else's story and the information that they're putting up for you, if you are imagining as you build each block of the unknown for yourself during your research, it will give you this imagined platform that your brain doesn't really know the difference. So it gives you more security because it has then something to draw from. So do your research. And I do this every single time before I record a podcast. I put down what I already know about the topic, but then I go out looking for the information that I don't know so that I can make sure that I'm giving myself and you the opportunity to give a very full explanation of the topic that I'm going after. So the next thing that you can do to help you to prepare before you take action is seek out mentorship from somebody else who has been where you want to go. Think of these as stepping stones that you're creating. Every story that they tell of how they did it, every piece of information that they can give you that you may not have known before you had this conversation is also another stepping stone for you. So don't always try to go at things all alone and unaware. Just that whole idea of taking the leap blindly off the cliff is not how you want to go about things. You want to prepare yourself as best that you can Now, there's always going to be a level of unknown, and that's okay. We have to get comfortable with that. But we can do things like the research and seeking out mentorship and asking people questions so that we can feel more prepared for what we're doing. So to break this down into something more simple, when you're first getting into your social selling business, you are learning how to approach people and you talk to people and get the scripts that they use. Now, it is uncomfortable to use other people's scripts. But it's a good stepping stone to start from because at least it gives you a framework of something rather than nothing so you can feel like, well, it worked for them so it can work for me as well. And then eventually the more you do it, you get comfortable and confident, then you will begin to create your own thing. So it's perfectly okay to start with somebody else's methods. Okay. I want to encourage you in that. And I always felt really uncomfortable doing scripts. It's just because it is uncomfortable. You have to embrace it and just know that it gives you a guideline and that's all that it is. The next thing that I recommend that you can do to prepare yourself ahead of time before you take action is to make a detailed plan based on what you know. So like I said, when I come to record a podcast episode, then I start with all the things that I do know already and then I research and gain more knowledge. I might ask people questions or I might bring on a guest that has a specialty in that area to get information for you guys and I have to accept that even when I do all of those things there's still going to be things that I'm not going to know and I'm not going to be able to share with you. You have to just accept that it's impossible to know everything. So there was a really cool Thing that I did where you take a try, uh, you draw a triangle on a piece of paper and you draw a line down the center of the triangle. And on the left side is everything that you know and everything that you've asked questions about or knew to ask questions about, and the stories that you've gained from other people and your research. And you could put all of that on one side, and there's always still going to be the unknown side, no matter how much you prepare. So I don't want you to get caught up in preparing, preparing, preparing. Trying to make yourself know every single thing before you take action. Because remember, failure is your best teacher. So you have to prepare yourself by researching, getting mentorship, collecting all the data that you can, making a plan of action. And then it's actually the action that will teach you. It will give you the understanding that you need to move forward. Does that make sense? All right. So now that we've covered how to deal with the unknown and how your brain wants to attack you because you don't know, you're going to embrace those feelings and sensations. You're going to prepare as best you can. And then we want to move into dealing with this discomfort because people don't take action because they have a fear of being uncomfortable. We've all heard of the quote that Nothing grows in a comfort zone and everything worth having is outside your comfort zone. These are popular quotes because there's so much truth in it. You might be procrastinating or not taking action because you've gotten so comfortable with your life that you're living now that you're allowing yourself to tolerate things instead of Allowing yourself to take the leap and make a change. What's interesting is that even in the face of what would clearly be a better alternative, people will tend to be sticking with what they know because it's what's comfortable. Let's think about it from this perspective Do you hate when you have to get a new phone? That is something I'm so comfortable and I know how to operate the phone that I have. I know it's quirks. I know where everything is. And when you get a new phone, it is such a pain. It's so uncomfortable. But right now I'm using a phone that's about three years old and there are better phones with better cameras and better things, tools that I can use for my business. But I have not changed because I am afraid of being uncomfortable, the discomfort of getting to know a new phone. So that's a simple example of how we will tolerate something rather than open up our minds to something that can be better for us and we choose the comfort over the discomfort and so then we stay kind of stuck because I'm talking myself into this right now. It's time for me to upgrade my phone even though it's still working because it has a lot better options for me and why am I playing so small? And so I want to ask you what are you tolerating that might be holding you back from something so much better? Because the bottom line is if we get stuck in a comfort zone, we are not going to be able to reach our big goals and dreams. Period. We will not because whatever you are tolerating right now, you'll continue to tolerate it and your life will stay the same. So Here at the end, I have created a worksheet for you to help you make a list about what you're tolerating and what you would like to change. And it also is going to help you to build awareness around your first steps to take to get out of your comfort zone. And I'm going to give you a list of all the ideas that I'm going to mention here today to give you a plan to move out of your comfort zone and into your growth zone where all the good things happen. So make sure that you look for that and click on that link so that you can get that worksheet. I think there's a difference between getting information and taking the time to actually implement. So I want to encourage you when I offer you a mentoring worksheet, take it. I'm here to help you. I want to help you create change, but you have to implement these things that you learn through me. So that worksheet is all about your comfort zone. On it, I have a diagram, and in the middle circle is like a little dark black box that says dead zone. That's our comfort zone. That is where we, we stay, but that is where you stay small. And then on the outer ring of that, I call that the learning zone. And so we're going to be talking about some of the things that you can do to learn to get out into that other zone, and then outside of the learning zone is the growth zone. Now in the growth zone, that's that zone where every good thing happens. So I'm going to share with you a couple of things that you can do to get into that learning zone. So the first thing is start reading books. So reading books about specifically that what you need to get good at in your business. Read books Just inspiring stories of people who have conquered their fears and done great things is very motivating. I would suggest listening to podcasts. I love podcasts, and it's a great thing to have in the car with you. Instead of just listening to music, listen to a podcast. Turn your car into a learning zone. When you are cleaning or doing dishes or anything that you do not like to do anyway, put a podcast in your ear. It'll entertain your mind, it'll make the task easier. I would always have a podcast or an audio book in my ear when I would exercise because it helped to distract my mind. I love when I kill two birds with one stone. absolutely love that. The other thing is just make sure that you are listening to feedback from customers, listening to questions that people are asking, listening when your upline is sharing information Make sure that you are tuning in and listening, because I think sometimes we don't listen enough. And make sure that you are also asking questions. Make sure that in order for you to start growing, start getting curious, start asking questions to your customers, start asking questions to people when you're on the topic of your genre, and asking them what their opinions are. Even if they are not your ideal customer, you can gain a lot of interesting stuff by just asking and creating conversations around your topics, then make sure that you are exploring through research other options of things. So don't just blindly listen to your upline and your company and think that they're giving you all the information. What else is out there that you can explore and you can bring your own flavor to and tell people about rather than just staying in that comfort zone of having this information spoon-fed to you, what if you go out and you explore for yourself what information there is on those topics? So those are some easy things that you can do to implement learning into your life. Now, the next thing that I want to talk to you about is some tips to help you get comfortable with the discomfort of change. So I already said that our brain doesn't want to change. It's very efficient and it wants to keep everything in the known as much as possible. That's just the way that it serves you. But to get comfortable with changing things up and get out, start getting out of your comfort zone before we do the really big things that we're going to be talking about at the end to face your fears. Here's some things that you can start doing that are super easy, but you'd be amazed at how much making tiny little changes can then lead to bigger changes. So the first thing is switch up your routine, particularly if you are a very, very routine person. I want you to really consider this because ask yourself things like, is there another way to drive to where I go? likely there is the most efficient way and that's the way that you take. Or maybe it's just the way that you always take because it's the way you prefer or something. But something as simple as switching up your drive can make your brain alert and aware to receive new information. So it's really good for you to do that. Or maybe it's just thinking about the daily tasks that you do and how you do them, switching them up or optimizing them or doing something different. I mean, something as simple as use a different coffee cup, sit in a different location, do something differently and out of routine. Even though routines are efficient, these are ways that we can start making our brain comfortable with doing something different because you're training it to be like, okay, I don't always do everything the exact same way every single day. All right, there's a science behind this. It's, it's just priming your brain to accept and to allow small changes into your life, to get comfortable with it. So another way you can do this is just by getting creative get creative by trying some kind of art form. Maybe you always liked doodling and you haven't done it for a while, or maybe you would like to learn how to paint with, there's so many different methods of painting. I know people that have started doing poor painting. It's its own like way of doing it. It's very free form. Maybe my daughter started doing watercolor painting, and she never knew that she was very, very talented at it. And it Releases this creativity and allows you to get comfortable with creating something new. What is it, maybe in art or crafting or something creative like that, what we would think of when we think of creative? There's other ways to be creative. And that is like, what if you were to redecorate your house? We just redecorated my daughter's bedroom. And I can't even tell you how it transformed everything and how much pleasure it has given her and and me. When I walk in a room, I just love it so much. So redecorating something, even something as simple as a bathroom or an entryway centerpiece on your table can just bring that new energy to help you to create change and to get comfortable with change. Maybe you could cook something new. Instead of going to your same old go-to menu, what if you went and looked for some new recipes and you made new meals this week? These little things make such a difference. Do something that you've never done before, that you never thought you would enjoy. And maybe you would actually enjoy it. You just don't know. So I want to just encourage you to try new foods, try new places, go meet new people, do something different. This will be ways that you can start priming your brain to get uncomfortable and out of its comfort zone. The last one is to just be mindful of your surroundings. When we get in those routines and we're living in our subconscious, we're doing 97% of the same thoughts and things every single day. What if you just got really mindful? And one thing you can do is just start noticing and smiling at everyone. As you're driving out of your driveway and you're going down the road, notice who's out and about. Wave, smile. When you're walking down the road, look at people in the eyes. Make connection and smile. Be mindful of your surroundings. And I'm so guilty of this. I'm always in my head, but it makes you feel alive when you take time to be mindful. What if you just became a tourist in your own town? You know, we go to the same places, we have our routines in the places that we live, we go to all the same things. What if you start asking people about places that they enjoy that you've never been and you can start exploring new places? Go online and research like you are a tourist coming into this area for the first time and see what you can discover so that you can stretch yourself a little bit out of your comfort zone. You just have to get out and force yourself to do something new. That is how you prime your brain to get comfortable with being uncomfortable. Because the more that you create the life of sameness, the harder it will be for you to start doing new things. So if you've been feeling resistance to doing the things that you know you want to do to have a different life, these are the little things that you can start doing and implementing into your life that will help make all of the difference. Because once you start doing something new, you're going to be primed to take those scary steps in the future that will take you to the new places. Now that we have dealt with the fear of failing we have dealt with the fear of being uncomfortable and staying in your, your comfort zone. Now it's time to talk about how do we face our fear. And first of all, I want to remind you that most of the time, fear is just a lie that the enemy is using to keep you small. It's like a fog that's hiding you from all your dreams and desires. Think about it. If you were to step into the fog of discomfort and the unknown, And you continue to step forward one little step at a time. Then what happens just like when you're in real fog, eventually the fog begins to clear and the things that you desire will begin to materialize. Because once you have allowed yourself to step into that fog and into the unknown, the veil that the enemy has set before you to keep you from your dreams, then you will begin to materialize things in your life that you desire. Things will begin to change and one change will lead to another change. So here's some steps that you can start with when you're facing your fear. And that is that ask yourself, what am I most afraid of? Just have a curious conversation with yourself. Get a piece of paper. What am I most afraid of? When you're thinking about doing the things, the things that you've been resisting, the things that you're procrastinating on, the things that you really feel fearful about doing, What are the results that you're so scared of? What are you scared is going to happen? Just get it all out. Because sometimes we have to face our fears in order for them to release us. We have to understand them. So the first question is, ask yourself what you're most scared of. What is it? So once you know what is the thing that you're most scared of, you ask yourself, if that thing were to happen... What is the worst that can happen if that were to happen? And you just start exploring, like, what is the worst thing? Well, I can feel stupid. I could be embarrassed. I can be ashamed that it didn't work for me. um, People will laugh at me. I could lose money. Like, what is that worst case scenario? And once you get that worst case scenario, what if you could reframe that worst case scenario? I mean, it's really good when you look at that worst case scenario. Can you accept it? Can you accept? Okay, can I still live and be okay if that worst case scenario were to happen? And start envisioning what what could be if that did happen and how you can move through that. But other than that, can you reframe the worst case scenario into the best case scenario? What if you did face your fears you went into the fog of the unknown and the discomfort of the unknown, and you were able to start taking steps anyways, what could happen? Start dreaming and thinking about what could happen because this is what we tend to do. We tend to start making up scenarios in our our mind of the worst case scenario, and we focus on the worst case scenario. But what if you just make a shift and you decide to focus on the best case scenario of what could happen? And so go ahead and write that down and make sure that you are capturing the best case scenario of what can happen if you were to face your fears. What good results could come out of that? And the last thing that I want to tell you before I get into some scriptures and quotes is the way to face your fear is to focus on the actions, not the outcome. So often we get so tied up in our expectation of when I do this, this will happen. And when you do that and that doesn't happen, then you feel so disappointed. But what if you just made a plan Of what you could be doing, should be doing in order to get the result. Based on the information that you know. Based on the things that other people have done and what it took for them. I mean you have to be realistic. Like if it's going to take a hundred contacts for you to get ten. Then let's just embrace that and focus on making the contacts one after one. So the thing is maybe the first 20 contacts are going to be horrible. You're going to make a beautiful mess. It's not going to go well. You're not going to have success. But if you are only focused on taking the action and checking off until you get to 100 before you measure, then it's going to be a lot easier for you. So I just want to encourage you to focus on the action steps. Make your plan and focus on the action steps and conquer those and face those little fears as they come up and don't let them hold you back and then When you get to the end, you will have results. If you aren't putting all these expectations on yourselves of what exactly those results would be, but you are just committed to taking the action, then you'll probably be surprised by how good the results are. The problem is is that we talk ourselves out of not even taking action, right? Because of all of those fears that we talked about today, of the fear of the unknown, the fear of being uncomfortable, So, we have to make sure that we are just focusing on the action. So, this is a quote from Ralph Waldo Emerson Do the thing you fear, and the death of fear is certain. Isn't that powerful? Do the thing you fear, and the death of fear is certain. So, get into action. What about this one from Dale Carnegie? Inaction breeds doubt and fear, action breeds confidence and courage. If you wanna conquer fear, Do not sit home and think about it. Go out and get busy. Get busy. Go do something. Just start taking action. Be a beautiful, beautiful mess and allow yourself the benefits of failing. You're going to learn so much. You're going to gain so much understanding. So here are some scriptures to encourage you and things that you can speak over yourself when you are facing that fear and it feels like it's chains the enemy has this fog covering you, you feel nervous and scared, then speak out these truths to him. You will be so shocked at the power that comes over you when you use scripture to face your fears because the opposite of fear is faith. You're going to build your faith by the word of God. So this is what you can do. Isaiah 41 10 says, fear not for I am with you. Do not be dismayed for I am your God. I will strengthen you. I will help you. I will uphold you with my righteous hand. Speak this over yourself over and over and over. Here's one that I used when I had so much fear around the death of my mom and it is 1 John 4:18. In God's perfect love there is no fear. That is the way that I learned it and it's It's still saying the same thing. The actual scripture says, there is no fear in love, but perfect love casts out fear. But what I said over and over to myself is, in God's perfect love, there is no fear. In God's perfect love, there is no fear. In God's perfect love, there is no fear. And I would just feel the fear dissipate. It's so powerful. And one last one for you is Proverbs 3, 5, trust in the Lord with all of your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and do not lean on your own understanding. If you will just make your plan and do what God has called you to do, to take action, to serve other people, to go out there and make yourself available to be an answer to somebody else's problem, then I promise you that you will have a harvest. So thank you so much for listening. Make sure that you get your mentoring worksheet so that you can implement these things. It will take you through a step-by-step and give you all the ideas that we talked about here today. Thank you so much for always showing up and listening to me. And I so appreciate you. I hope that I'll see you in the Social Selling Success Society on Facebook. It's free. Okay, so you go out, shine bright, and make a difference.